this was supposed to be a big year for humans in space. The Artemis mission was supposed to enter its next phase this year, phase two, um, as we continue on the path of putting man back on the moon for the first time in more than 50 years now. But we got some bad news in the first week of the year. It's going to be a little longer that we have to wait. So let's let's find out why. Gordon Osinski is a professor at Western University. He actually teaches Canadian and American astronauts planetary geology. He's also a member of the Artemis Three geology team. So he's plugged into this whole mission. Gordon, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me on the show. Let's start with a refresher so everybody knows what we're talking about. Artemis, it's the multi-phase program that ultimately, if everything works out, will see man back on the surface of the moon, right? Absolutely, yes. This is kind of the, the modern day uh, Apollo. Uh, and I would, you know, uh, also add to what you said, um, it's not just man. Um, NASA's stated goal is that on the surface, on that first mission back to the surface of the moon, will be the first woman and first person of color as well. So uh, a new way of doing things. Now, Artemis 1, um, that was couple of years ago, it was 2022, right? So a year and a half ago. Um, that was the first phase of the mission, and it went really well, right? Everything went the way it was supposed to, correct? Um, yes. Yeah, so Artemis 1 was in about November, December 2022, so kind of only a little over a year ago. Um, it, if you remember back that far, it was also delayed, um, you know, several months actually, because that mission was the first ever launch of the big rocket, NASA's SLS, and the first ever launch of the Orion capsule. And that kind of just sums up most of the Artemis program is each of these missions, Artemis 1, Artemis 2, Artemis 3, has some really big firsts. So it's very ambitious timeline. And uh, I also like to point out, you know, uh, Apollo 3 wasn't the first uh, mission that yeah. landed on the moon. It was Apollo 11. And so you can think of it as a very compressed version of the Apollo program. And, and you know what, Gordon, when you take a look at this, I mean, I think it, most people, if you think about it for not very long at all, you, you'd be pretty understanding about the fact that, okay, we can't rush this, right? I mean, this is going to take as long as it's going to take until we're absolutely sure we've got it right. Absolutely, and, you know, and especially Artemis too, because we have a Canadian on board, Jeremy Hansen, and so you know we absolutely need to make uh, sure that we can do the best that we can, that everything's going to work on that next Artemis mission. And that really is the reason the, for the delays that were announced last week. Um, when we talk about Artemis two, th this isn't going to see man back on the moon, but like we say, in terms of getting it right, this will be the farthest humans have been in space, right? I mean, that that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you say, it's it's still an incredibly exciting mission. Um, it will not be the mission to land humans on the moon, but it's laying the groundwork for that. So it's testing out a lot of the technologies. It will be the first time humans are going to be put in this Orion spacecraft. And, you know, as an added bonus, um, this mission is going to do a flyby, but actually go further past the moon from Earth than any other uh, human mission ever. And so it's definitely going to be uh, a first for that. Um, and as we say, so now it's not like this has been scrubbed. The mission is still going ahead. It's just it, now they're talking about 2025 instead of 2024. Not unexpected, not unreasonable, and no reason to lose hope, right? Absolutely, yeah. I think I've, I've been expecting such an announcement for a little while, and most people I talked to in the space program thought that, you know, the end of this year for Artemis II was way too ambitious. And so I think the writing on the wall has been on there for a few months. Um, but as you say, 
2025 September is hopefully um, when Artemis 2 will launch and then a year after that Artemis 3 the first mission back to the lunar surface since 1972. So while we wait for Artemis there are other missions we're focused on that one because it's so cool but there are other things what are you watching for because there are other things happening this year right? Absolutely, and a lot of people I talk to talk about this being the year of the moon, even regardless of the delays to Artemis. Um, that is the human exploration program, but separately to that, uh, several countries are leading missions to the moon, and NASA also has this CLIPS program that uh, listeners may have heard about, which stands for Com- Commercial Lunar Science Payloads. And so this is a totally new way of doing things, um, just like with the International Space Station, where it is not NASA and its space shuttle taking astronauts up. We have SpaceX. But NASA is basically contracting out, getting people to the space station. And the next big step is to contract that out to take robots to the moon. And, uh, you know, it's still ongoing. um, But that same day of the announcement, um, we saw Astrobiotic mission had a, a bit of a hiccup. Um, you know, the, the launch was successful, but um, it leaked propellant. And so that first robotic mission looks like it won't be able to get to the surface. But we have, they have two more launches this year, two other U.S. companies, and then, um, excuse me, uh, Japan, hopefully on, I think, what, three days' time now. So later this week, uh, is hoping to try to uh, put its lander on the surface of the moon. And that would be uh, only the fifth country to do that. So a lot happening, including at the end of this week. Yeah, absolutely. So much to watch. Gordon, thank you so much for being here today. I really do appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome.